For the last several years, there has been a push in Republican-led states to dehumanize people with gender dysphoria. They are dehumanizing them by not giving them the dignity that they deserve, but they're also not allowing them to get needed and potentially life-saving medical care. Now, federal judges are starting to push back on this, and they are ruling that these bans are not constitutional and they cannot stand as they are written. So let's talk about it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. David. So today we're going to be talking about several judges rulings that are at the, at the federal level that are pushing back against state led um, rules regulations and laws that has been affecting people who are transgender and who have gender dysphoria and not allowing them to do gender affirming care. Now, the, the to, in particular, these laws are about the uh, about youth and the gender tr affirming treatments that they need, but also that Medicaid state funds, um, as well as federal funds, because Medicaid gets passed down to the state, um, which have been restricted to be used for these patients that they are now going to be allowed to go through, at least in some states. Okay. Now, I recently had reported on the case here in Florida where there were three transgender youth who, despite the law that was passed recently here in 2023, that the judge ruled that it was medically necessary, potentially life-saving, um, for them to start their gender-affirming hormones and and also to be allowed to use puberty blockers um, immediately, saying that the, the the permanent harm can happen to these youth if if the interventions do not start right away. And also, it is felt that that's probably setting precedence for other families in the states, and already there are other court battles that are going on. So we probably haven't heard the end of this in Florida. Okay, now I did go through in much detail on May 26th a video about what gender affirming care is all about. Okay, and I put the link to that down in the show description below. If you didn't get a chance to see that and you want to have a much deeper understanding about how it's not just these medications that they treat, but also just the respect the that people give them that using uh, names and pronouns that a person associates with, that's all part of gender affirming care because it's how we care, how we treat people as well, okay? Now, interestingly, the wording that has been used in these new filing, in these new rulings by the judge are, are also using the same wording that the original Florida um, hearing, the hearing and the, uh, the new rules went to place. So it's kind of like that's where the precedence is using the actual words. So now let's start in Florida. And in Florida, the judge, whose name is Judge Robert Hinkle, he's a district judge. He is the same judge who put forth the allowance of those three transgender youth to get their treatment. But he then struck down recently a Florida prohibition on Medicaid coverage for a gender-affirming care. And he said, there is no rational basis for a state to categorically ban the treatments or exclude them from the state's Medicaid coverage. Okay. Now, so this is the second time that he's pushed back directly against the Florida legislation that was signed by, by our governor. Okay. Now, for those who don't know, because most people think of Medicaid as something for poor children, and while and, and while that is a that is so, it's actually for um does provide coverage for low income adults as well as the children, but also for pregnant women, um as well as elderly people and people who are disabled. So all of that falls under the category of of what Medicaid does. Now, Medicaid now the, the, according to the federal so the um. 
the um the the disabilities act the american disability act the ada um according to this gender dysphoria is considered a disability um and as i mentioned medicaid is for people with disabilities. So that is the reason why this is also something that should be covered because just like any other disability, autism, um, schizophrenia, um, other mental health issues, physical health issues, a disability is a disability and people have a right to get medical care. Okay, now why is this particularly important for people on Medicaid? Well, if you're low income, you may not have the funds to pay for it out of pocket. You may not have the funds to take off time to go travel to another state or in some cases like we are seeing to relocate. Obviously, you need to have finances, something to, to, to allow that to happen. So this by pulling the rug out of, of, of these Medicaid patients, Florida gave them really no other option that they could pursue. So that's why this is, again, important and why, why you know, and how this will be so helpful. OK, now, the second thing we're going to talk about is how in Arkansas, the, they, there was a permanent the ban that was for children under the age of 18 to get any of this gender dysphoria dysphoria treatments, the there's a federal judge there that made it permanent. Okay, now there was a temporary injunction that had been in place. Arkansas is actually the first state in the country to have put forth several years ago this ban on gender affirming care for minors. And so there was a hold being put on it, but now it was a permanent injunction that has been placed forth by a judge, and this is a judge. Um, named Judge Moody, okay? Now, Judge J. Moody, um, to get his name right, to thank him for uh, for um, taking this up. So now, since that original law in Arkansas was placed, there have been 19 other states who have enacted similar types of laws. And all of them are now being challenged in court or almost all of these states. So again, with precedents being set, that really is something that judges have to take in consideration going forward. That's what precedence is, right? Now, what the law itself did was it prohibited doctors from providing gender-affirming hormone care, puberty blockers, or surgeries under the age of 18. We've talked previously about how surgeries are rarely, if ever, done in people under the age of 18. So that's not really an issue, okay? Now, but it also did ban state funds or insurance coverage, like the Medicaid, um, for any of these care for people under the age of 18 to be paid for it. But also, it would have allowed private insurances to refuse coverage for gender-affirming care for people of any age, looking more restrictive than what Florida had put in that behavior. But it also prohibited doctors from even referring patients elsewhere to get care. So even mentioning, hey, you can go to California or whatever, whatever, um, that, that it, made, it made it illegal for, for doctors to even mention such a thing, okay? So in issuing this this permanent injunction, um, you know, the um, against the, the law, and so, um, it's been echoed in some of the other um, blocks in states such as Alabama, even Indiana. So it's not just the South of America, um, Midwest states. Some are putting that into place as well. But what the judge said was that these laws were unconstitutional because they violated due process as well as equal protection acts um, of the transgender youth and their families but that it also violated the First Amendment rights of doctors to be able to speak openly about medical care that a patient could get. Okay, so it was actually two things that that the judge, why the judge ruled on this, to both protect doctors for speaking as well as the patients and their families. Now, the, uh, the judge went on to then state, rather than protecting children or safeguarding medical ethics, 
The evidence showed that the prohibited medical care, um, that the care itself does improve the mental health and well-being of patients, and that by prohibiting it, the state undermines the interest it claims to be advancing. Okay, that was some of the wording that was also part of the Florida that the, um, in the Florida ruling of the original one, which again said that it is not in the Florida's in the state's best interest to do this to its citizens. Okay, so now from a summary, you know, how, what's my take on all of this? So while people with gender dysphoria continue to be attacked um, and marginalized, there are some rays of hope um, now that we're starting to see that maybe there is some tide turning. Okay, hopefully one day we are going to see that people will be allowed to live their lives however they want. That's what freedom is. Medical freedom, liberty is about everybody being able to do what they think is right for them and that the government or anybody else shouldn't really have no business involved with that. So hopefully that type of overreach is going to be pushed back and people can just go on living their lives. Have a nice day.